We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge apply. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. We're coming to you live from the Rocket Mortgage Studios. Whether you're looking to purchase a new home or refinance yours, Rocket Mortgage can help you get there for home loan solutions that fit your life. Rocket can. I regret to inform you that Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady look done. And maybe Perloff, not them specifically. They can still throw the ball. Like, as quarterbacks, they still have plenty, I think, actually left in the tank. But their teams look awful. Their offenses look awful. And we have two guys who are coming towards the end of their career whose teams just look like an absolute mess. It's over. Right, but how can you separate the great quarterbacks from their teams? In the past, when they win, they got all the credit. Tom Brady won all the Super Bowls. Right. So let me ask you this. You say the teams are a mess. Clearly, Brady and Rodgers are not at their finest. To what extent do you blame them? And it's not just football, but leadership, too. Yeah. Like, if you're this great quarterback, how are you letting all this happen around you? Yeah, I mean, I think that's fair, right? I think you can question everything. It's now all on the table. Now, are we questioning their entire careers, their legacies? <laughs> no, we're questioning what's going on right now. Do both of them look like pretty good leaders? I mean, I guess I would say they're not panicking. They're not outwardly calling people out. But some fans would like to see that. You know? Well, Rodgers is passively aggressive. You can lip read him saying, what What the heck is going on here on every well, play? I'm, and yeah. Brady's screaming at the offensive lineman a week yeah. ago. Yeah, you know? actually, come to think of it, they are kind of calling everyone I meant out. The, I meant yeah. in the press. Yeah, you're right. You're Nobody's right. pointing fingers, so they're not panicking, and they're at least outwardly everyone's saying calm. Rodgers went as far as to say yeah. he thinks this is going to be good for us. We know that's absolute BS. You can't lose to the Giants, the Jets, and then the Washington Commanders and be like, you know what? That's a good thing. Like, I'm sorry. You, you can spend yourself tying yourself up in knots. There's no way that makes sense. And it's just weird because we've watched these guys come through so many times. Mm -hmm. But this last past weekend, I was like, this is it. We're just, just don't expect the fairy tale comeback. You know, in sports, we love it. Oh, it's the best thing. Count it out, Mm. down on your luck, whatever it is. And then the big triumphant comeback. I just don't see it happening with these two guys. Could they make the playoffs? Sure, but the playoffs is not the bar where these two quarterbacks hold themselves to. That's not the standard. The standard is Super Bowls, and they're, these are not two Super Bowl teams. Okay, I'm going halfway there with you. Okay, which one? I think the Packers are done. Okay, They're 3-4. and four. They're about to play the Bills, likely going to 3-5. and five. The problem is they have the Vikings in their division, so they are going to have a hard time making the playoffs. How can you count out Tom Brady? Because... Did you count them out against the Rams when they were losing the playoffs last year? They were getting destroyed by Matthew Stafford and the Rams. Came back, almost won that game. Did you think that he had anything left in the tank after 2019 in New England? No. Came back, won a Super Bowl in Tampa Bay. Now, he has every opportunity to get to the playoffs here because the NFC South is awful. Yeah, that's true. So they're 3-4 and four now. They have a tough game coming up against the Ravens on a short week. Yep. 
But you say in the playoffs is one thing. The NFC playoffs is going to be a crapshoot, and Tom Brady's going to be in there with a talented team. So I am not going to be the. I'm not going to bet against Tom Brady here. Rogers are, are they I'm talented? Done with. How talented are they? Well, they have names. Yeah, they have a lot of blue chip guys. <laughs> yeah. Who I think we're like, yeah, that guy's good, and that guy's that's good, and that guy's good. Yeah, but like, were they good this week against a Carolina team that was decimated, but just wanted the game more? Uh, Mike Evans was not good. I'll tell you that much. And uh, can I? And another thing. Yeah. So here's the thing about Mike Evans. We all know that he drops the easy walk-in touchdown, like third offensive play for the Bucks yeah. in the game. If you aren't a strong enough, mentally strong enough team that you can come back and be resilient from something like that early adversity, why would I ever think that yeah. you are going to be a serious contender? Like this is these are Super Bowl winning people. You, you mentioned even the divisional round last year coming back, even though it fell short ultimately. You can't get over a drop yeah. touchdown in a regular season game against the Carolina Panthers. It's going to be a long season if well, you can't get past that. But that's the bottom line. It's week seven. Nothing matters. When does Tom Brady ever get going before week 10? This is fine. This is early. I, I do not make this mistake, Maggie. Do not count out Tom Brady. Remember when I last just year? Did. Remember when we decided we weren't going to bet against Joe Burrow? Yeah, that would end up being smart. We learned that lesson way too late. And Maggie, of all people, a lifelong Bills fan, you should have tattooed on your arm. Do not bet against Tom Brady. No, I believe me. I know it's not just Brady though. Like that's the thing. If it was just Brady and he deserves some of the blame, of course he does. But. The rest of the team, too. Like, when Todd Bowles said a couple weeks ago, you know, anyone who thinks they're still dining out on the Super Bowl from 2020 is sorely mistaken. I think I think there's something to that. There's no want to with everybody. You know, Brady has less on the line than anyone. Ironically, he gets the more of the eyeballs, and he'll get, like, more of the attention. But you think a bad season at the end of his career is going to hurt Tom Brady one bit? Absolutely not. He, his legacy set in stone. It's all you other dudes on the team that should be fighting like hell while Brady's still the quarterback, and it doesn't seem like anyone has urgency on that squad. Okay, here's the one thing about Brady. They lost at Pittsburgh and at Carolina. Disastrous losses. But they were on the road. He's coming home for a three-game homestand. Baltimore on Thursday night. Yep. Los Angeles, Rams, and Seattle. I'm Those telling, are three yeah, but better it, teams than the Bucks right now. In, then in Tampa Bay, there is a better chance of correcting this. I I think that as bad as the Bucks looked, I'm telling you by week 11 things are going to look differently. Okay, you think that defense that struggled with PJ Walker this week and uh, and Chuba Hubbard, you think they've got anything planned for Lamar Jackson? Uh, like L- Lamar Jackson has been as pedestrian Listen, as I get it. possible I, this he, year. But in terms of a running threat, you think that they're going to have anything? Like, Lamar could destroy them. P.J. Walker carved them up. I mean, this so, is a bad spot. Carved them up. What was the, It was 7 nothing at halftime. It, it was basically a shut. They pitched basically a shutout until the end of the second quarter. Yeah, that's true. I mean, eventually they just, they just got bored. They were like. <laughs> they just ran the ball like crazy. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. they didn't what have to. What do the Ravens to, do? Run, it, run, run. Yeah, but the, the thing is, the Panthers weren't behind. So they didn't have to throw the ball. And the Bucks defense couldn't do anything. So Mike Evans well, catches. Well, also when Antoine Winfield yeah. went out, they yeah, were just but like, all right, now Mike we're going to run. Mike Evans catches that touchdown. The Panthers are not taking control of that game in the same way. I know. See, when do we ever? I mean, besides maybe the safety over Peyton Manning's head in the Super Bowl against the Seahawks, yeah, a, yeah. a play That's that a early in the game that actually decides, okay. determines the outcome. I I can't get there. Don't you guys know when you make a bet, you know whether you're going to win that bet. 
by halfway through the first quarter. I always know. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you, you can just tell. Yeah. You can Sometimes tell you when get surprised, team, though. Yeah, oh, often you get yeah. surprised in the NFL. But you just get a feeling, oh, my team is not showing up today. <laughs> and it, that became pretty quick. I mean, the other thing, like Mike Evans does not make mistakes like this. He has drops, but not like that. I just see so much room for improvement. There's so much possible productivity. I think the offensive line is is dot, obviously got a major issue. Well, they have not figured it bigger out. Bigger for the Packers than for the Bucks. I both the well, the lack of running in Tampa Bay, you can also look That's at true. the line. So, but then again, how many times do we say any team that's struggling, we immediately say, "Oh, the offensive line is Well, is I worry stronger. about it more with the Packers yeah. because it doesn't seem like, I mean, obviously Rodgers isn't comfortable back there. Yeah. He's getting the ball out really fast, yeah. but that's fine when it's to Aaron Jones. That's cool. Everyone wants Aaron Jones to get as many touches as possible. AJ Dillon, like they have, they have options when it comes to that. But, you know, if you're going to keep moving guys around yeah. and Bakhtiari, yeah. but see, the thing is, every time I want to say that, I'm like, well, they won, they won 13 games last year without Bakhtiari. Yeah. It's, you can't just point to one thing. That's why I don't think either of these teams are going to be a threat. Because you can't just point to one thing. It's the defense also for the Packers. It's the defense also for Tampa. Mm. It's the offense for the Green Bay Packers. One that, I don't know, are they going to make a meaningful upgrade before the trade deadline, which is, by the way, November 1st? And if so, who's it going to be? Tampa, same thing. Gronk's not coming. Like, I just, I don't see it. Yeah, I would not count out that Tampa Bay defense. They have not played badly at all. They're still top eight. The uh, the Packers' defense is, I think, more disappointing. And also, just don't discount Tom Brady fixing that lineup. He always does. It's new players. Yeah, no, I get it. Uh, I So, if I... Okay, you're not choosing either team to do anything this year. Well, I'm sticking playoffs, with the... but not Super Bowl. Okay, I'm sticking with the Bucs. If you had to choose between the Packers and the Bucs, who would you be least surprised with if they did actually amount to something this year and make a playoff run? If you had to choose one of those two, who do you have a little more faith in? Um, not neither. And I think I, I think if you can wow. give an incomplete wow. to college football coaching <laughs> grades, I'm going to give neither. I've got no faith in either of those teams to become, to turn it around and become a Super Bowl team. Neither one. So we can put that on the poll. Who do you have more faith in? Is it Brady and the Bucks, Rodgers and the Packers, both or none? Check me. Option D. Okay. None of the above. So in January, January 14th, Thank you. you and I are sitting here and the Bucks have just won the division. And they're in the wild card round against the New York Giants. Yeah. Mm. Or whoever. Yeah. Seattle. Oh, uh, no. Uh, I'd, I'd take the Giants over Seattle. Seattle is right in the mix of everything. The Giants yeah. are already 5-1. and one. So you're telling me you're going to have this confidence, the confidence you speak with right now, <laughs> that Tom Brady is done. Part of your brain is it's not, not going to go. Tom Brady is done. It's this Bucks team is not going to be a Super Bowl same, winner. Is same, that the same? All right, then same, that's the same. Same thing. Uh, no, you're, I see what you're saying. But... I think they're going to make people nervous. I think Brady I think, could play next year, by the way. Totally. Because of your theory. Yeah, yeah. What's, what else he got to do? Is he yeah, going to stay home alone? Like, <laughs> also, I don't think he wants to go out like this, all skinny in press conferences and playing terribly. I think, uh, I don't know where he'll play. I like your idea that he goes to the Niners <laughs> a little bit. the Niners. Uh, so anyway, I, I think the Bucks. it's hard to discount them because they have such an advantage being in the NFC South. They're going to get some easy wins. Uh, I would have said that over the Panthers. But yeah. who, who I'm sorry. That? Were they an eight and a half point favorite? What, was it more actually after the McCaffrey trade? So Tom Brady knows this. He knows he has time to tinker because he knows he's going to win that division. Aaron Rodgers, no such luxury. I, unfortunately for him, the Vikings are going to win enough games. 
They're already five and one, and well, they have the last e- time, very easy schedule. The last time the Packers went to the Super Bowl, they did it as a wild card team. I mean, that happens. I just I I don't see it. But we want to hear from you at eight five five two one two four CBS eight five five two one two four two two seven. I mean, this is the, the headliners is Brady and Rogers from yesterday, and just the how it's looked over the last couple weeks. You know, it's not just yesterday. Yesterday just felt like a little like rock bottom for both teams. You know? Oh, I mean, listen, I've been defending Aaron Rodgers, Tom Brady, and Russell Wilson all season long. I'm done. I'm done. I, I will stick with the Bucks because they do. There's so much. The Packers have so many problems. But the Bucks, you know, I know you said you haven't seen the talent. It's there, no, right? No, I know it's there. They want it's a Super there. Bowl. But the Packers, I don't, I don't see it. And Russell is obviously... He's done, done. You were early on that. I'll give you that. Oh, week Russell one. Wilson. Week I mean, he one didn't play by this week. Are we going to yeah. still kick him while he's down? He's not even out but there. It is a year of, of Doesn't struggling. Doesn't he get a pass this week? You know, it's a theme of the year, struggling older quarterbacks. So that's I emerge as the the main theme of 2022 <laughs> in the NFL. Because Matt Ryan, done. Russell Wilson, struggling. Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, go down the list. Matthew Stafford does not look good. I know. It's just, it seems like one of those tipping point kind of years. And the headliners are, of course, the future Hall of Famers. Uh, We'll get into that one borderline Hall of Famer that Perloff just mentioned. Benched for the season for a sixth round pick. What does it mean? We'll get to that in just a moment. 855-212-4CBS, 855-212-4227. But of course, we want your take on our question. Who's more likely to turn it around? Brady, Rogers, both, neither. Simple enough. Let us know what you think. You can find us at Maggie and Pearl on Twitter, Maggie and Perloff on Instagram as well. We've got a YouTube channel. Go check it out. Maggie and Perloff. Search us out. 855-212-4CBS. Get on the horn. Tell us what you think. Packers fans, Bucks fans, NFL fans. Let's go. It's Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio, CBS Sports Network, Sirius XM Channel 158, and the free Odyssey app. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to other other leading commerce platforms and sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. and Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24/7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odyssey podcast all lowercase go to shopify.com slash odyssey podcast now to grow your business no matter what stage you're in shopify.com slash odyssey podcast t-mobile has invested billions to light up america's largest 5g network from big cities to small towns including right here in yours and great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Over here. 
plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. (laughs) I know what's going on here. Welcome back to Maggie and Pearl. Is this for tonight? The Patriots play tonight? No, we we were, you specifically, were questioning Tom Brady, so we have a very... Good common friend who is a Tom Brady defender. Okay, wait, hold on one second. Before we get to that, this season for the first time, you can hear every Westwood One NFL broadcast stream live for free. Mondays, Thursdays, Sunday nights, the International Series, holiday triple headers, and every postseason game. Catch all the action on the Odyssey app on westwoodonesports.com via Westwood One station streams or by asking Alexa to open Westwood One Sports. It's all sponsored by AutoZone. It's time to say goodnight to that check engine light with the free AutoZone Fix Finder service. It'll help troubleshoot the likely cause of your light for free. Restrictions apply. Get in the zone. AutoZone. Ah, thank you. Uh, yeah, Brady <laughs> Defenders, by the way, are lighting up the phones. Yeah, 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. If you follow common sense and think that Tom Brady will figure this out, please give us a call <laughs> like I do. Uh, or if, if you're like Maggie, where it doesn't see the Packers or the Bucks making any real noise in the sense of being contenders. I don't uh, think they're Super Bowl teams, you know, and yeah. I think that's the bar of, wh- of where these two quarterbacks and where these two teams, that's, that's the expectations they went into the season with. They don't look like Super Bowl teams. Let, but again, like, I'm not saying Brady himself is washed. I'm watching the game. He can still make the throws. He never was a mobile guy anyway. It's not that. And it's not even Rodgers still got the arm. It's just these teams are not cohesive at all. So I think that's I think that's the issue. Let's first go to Mike in Pittsburgh. We will get to Sully Promise. Mike, what's up, dude? How are you guys today? We're doing great. What's on your mind? Hey, thank you for taking my call. Uh, I agree with Mr. Perloff. I think that uh, Tom Brady will turn it around. I think it's going to take one game. I think it's going to take everything for them to gel. One game. I wouldn't be surprised if he has a big game. They, they do have a tough schedule over the next three games. But I think it's going to take one game. It's going to take one game. He's going to throw for 350 yards, three or four touchdowns. Uh, people are going to say, oh, yeah, they're not as bad, and it is Brady. Um, but I'm a believer that the uh, the Bucks will turn it around. Obviously, Wait. being in a very bad division yeah, also helps. totally helps. But here, Mike, the, the-, the theoretical get-right game, right? And the- it's magical. I-, I believe in it, too, the get-right game. But after the Bucks had lost to the Packers and then lost to Kansas City, they beat Atlanta. And I think a lot of people said, there's your get-right game. I know they won 21-15, but there's your get-right game. And what did they go out and do? They lose to Pittsburgh and Carolina. I mean, two teams that are not going anywhere. So I get what you're saying about the get-right game, the magical turn-it-around game, and thank you for the call. But I already thought they had that. Yeah, but they're going to get a lot of guys back. I know uh – they lost another player. Antoine Winfield. Antoine I don't know Winfield if he's going to be ready to I go I want to call him Asante Samuel Jr. Same, <laughs> no, he's same also difference. in the league. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but they're going to get Bray back at some point soon. They're going to get Julio. They almost got Julio back this week. I think he's yeah, right. Julio I th- Jones. And what do you say about receivers over 30? You're basically trying yeah. to put them out to pasture. Oh, no, but you, that 16 minutes where Julio Jones is out <laughs> on the field later this season, that's going to be humming for oh, the wow. box offense. <laughs> okay. He's going to have a 400-yard game where this is all going to come together. <laughs> sure. And here's my question. Maybe... 
Leonard Fournette finds a founder youth or they try another running back, there's got to be some better solution for it. Can they continue to be the worst running team in the history of the NFL? They, they got to figure out something there. I agree with Mike in Pittsburgh. They are going to have a get-right game. It's going to come in this three-game stretch at home. They're going to beat a team that we thought was good. Let's go to Philip. He's in Wisconsin. Philip, how are you? Hey, I'm fine. Thanks for taking my call. You got it. Uh, it's kind of like a attrition here. I'm, I'm, I'm a Packer fan, and I haven't really watched any Tampa Bay and, and uh, Rams, but I've, I've watched every game with uh, – with the Packers and the problem with the Packers. And I think one of you brought it up. It's not Aaron. It's the team. The, the Packers have so many weaknesses. Their special teams are terrible. Uh, it seems like almost every game, the, the punt guy, uh, must oh, punt that was rough. like they did yesterday. Their offense. And by line, the way, Washington only kicked a field goal off of that. Like that could have been so much worse than it ended up being. Yeah. Yeah, I know, but they just, the, the, the Packers just, they always have a, a time in the game where they they look like they're coming back and they fumble the ball. Uh, Jennings isn't able to run because there's no no blocking. Aaron's getting the crap beat out of them, and they have no receivers. I mean, all the receivers are injury are injured. And uh, I think yesterday, I don't know how many what quarter it was, but uh, a wide receiver only had one catch. I think till the fourth quarter, and there it's it's the whole team that's that there's a problem and those those long bomb passes that Aaron would use uh, Aaron used to make he's not making those now he's overthrowing he's underthrowing yeah and or he just I doesn't just, trust uh, these guys he trusts Lazard you can tell that he trusts yeah. uh you know Tunyon like there's only a couple guys I think well, that he really trusts well Va- Valdez Scantling had a big catch yesterday <laughs> yeah for, he wasn't wearing a Packers uniform completely but, different <laughs> team he'll yeah, thank you for the call but, uh, Devontae Adams had a nice game also I mean do I want to talk about the elephant in the room here yeah I well I, no one talked about by the way no one talked about MVS leaving too but that deep threat is completely missing Amari Rogers broke free for one of course, it hit him in the hand. Yeah, I mean, he's not the answer. That was sad. <laughs> that was sad. How about Tony? Also in Wisconsin, Tony. Hello, how you doing? We're doing great. What do you have? I don't want to. I don't want to echo too much of what Philip said because he, you know, put a lot of it out there. But yeah. uh, I'm going to defend Rogers to the end because I he's back to back MVPs. I mean, he's one season removed, and it just it's the team around him, and I, I kind of blame him a little bit for not getting into training camp, knowing the situation and trying to build a rapport with some of these young players. But uh, I, I still think the front office has showed their hand years ago. They, they're just done with them, and they're ready to move on. I think Budakens wants to build a team that he said was his, and he's not wanting to go to the Super Bowl until that happens, which sounds idiotic. You would want yeah. to take the Super Bowl at all costs. But I think he's afraid of that. Well, they didn't win Rodgers a lot of years, and it was because we were an incomplete team. We just stood pat. $25 million under the salary cap that one year, and we didn't go out and get anybody to help, and we lost in the NFC Championship game. Yeah, so. no. I mean, Tony, it's all valid there, and I understand wanting to defend your guy. I always come back to this when it comes to the Packers, just especially now, since Rodgers has won the back-to-back MVPs and since he got the new contract. Who runs the Packers? Like, I know who the GM is. I know the yeah. president is. I'm not talking about their actual names, but who's actually running the team? Because Rodgers has, listen, everyone talks glowingly about each other now. Right. Rodgers, you know, my relationship with the front office is so much different now. We're in a good place. Everyone talks a really big game like it's totally fine. But who really runs the team? And now that, like, the you-know-what has hit the fan, 
whose personality, who is going to emerge here? Like, I'm not trying to make everything like it's Game of Thrones, but if there is some kind of power struggle about what to do with the trade deadline or how they want to run the offense mm. or whatever, who's going to win out? Because you don't have an owner. It's not a traditional franchise. And you have a quarterback that you've given a ton of money to at the end of his career who's got tons of influence. But I don't understand your question who runs that. I mean, it's clearly Gutenkunz is making all the picks because it's just based on the picks. Like Aaron Rodgers is not... You know how there's some situations yeah. like LeBron where he has input on yeah, players? Yeah. It's very obvious based on what's happened that Rodgers has had no uh, input okay, except but, for the one Randall Cobb gift right, he gave him. The gift, but yeah. Cobb's now hurt. But then, so if one guy, you know, to just to, to yeah. Tony's point... You have the general manager who's making the picks to kind of run a team one way, but yeah. then you also give fifty million dollars to the yeah. quarterback. It's like, is does the right hand and the left hand are they in sync here? Yeah, but what he, did he have any choice? Of course, he was going to give that fifty million to Rodgers. That was a no brainer, right? I, I, I don't know. They drafted Jordan Love, so yeah, it, it was a no brainer. No, you had to give it to him. I but. I think that's that's what's called sunk cost. When they signed when they signed him to a two year hundred million dollar deal, whatever the total, whatever the yeah. The, I don't remember anybody questioning that deal. That was so they you, had to give it to him. You had to give it to him. So but now you have to deal with the fallout of that, which is you've got Rodgers for this year and next year. I don't think there's fallout. I I think the Packers. I mean, I think they have a shot. I think if you came in this year, didn't a lot of people pick them in the Super Bowl? They put so much into their defense. They thought they fixed the special teams. Yeah. They have so much talent around Rodgers, except at the wide receiver position. You know, they have two All Pro linemen. They have great running backs. So. But- yeah, I know. One's always hurt. So basically, they thought they had the pieces. Also, I, I mean, they're paying Jair Alexander what twenty million dollars a year. McLaurin took him to school yesterday. I yeah, but he's a he's a really no. Good McLaurin's player. amazing too. I get it. And also, I took him to school. It's not like the McLaurin Washington... was making catches yesterday yeah. that were unbelievable. Right, right. And they were being thrown by Taylor Heineke. Yeah, but how many passing yards did Washington have all together? I mean, it wasn't like... Dude, the, every time they needed it. And think about it. The Packers, even on the touchdown drive at the end to even get the, you know, to get them within two points, they got two penalties that gave them automatic first downs on that drive. It's not even like the offense could get it going in a two-minute. Right, but I've been saying, it's not like Heineke threw for 400 yards on that defense. That defense was kind of fine. They They had... I would say a little lucky, the commanders. They kind of threw, Heineke threw some jump balls that, that landed well, in the, the right place. the other that would have been the, the second pick six of the day that ended up getting called back. Yeah, yeah, Yes, yeah, that yeah. would have been a big swing. Uh, Heineke I'm threw for you. 201 yards on the day. It's but not again, like, yeah. well, like uh, the Packers, I thought, also got bailed out, especially in the final drive. Totally. But uh, anyway, I think there are a lot of good pieces here, and I think they did a smart thing. They built a defense run team around Aaron Rodgers, kind of like Elway's Laker. It hasn't worked out, but I don't I don't know if I, I blame the architects of the team. I, I don't know. I blame Rodgers more. Just the execution. Maybe, okay, back to Devontae Adams real quick. So yeah. I before the year I said the Packers were not going to miss Devontae Adams and the Chiefs were not going to miss Tyreek Hill. You did say that. So am I more half right or half wrong? <laughs> what do you give yeah. that take as a grade? Because I think, yeah. the Chiefs uh, <laughs> are blistering on offense without Tyreek Hill. I know you're a big fan of partial credit. So partial is this an blame, incomplete? I think this is an incomplete, <laughs> which is now just basically haunting the show ever since you did that on Friday. Um, and what are the what is the Raiders' record again, Stu? That'd be two and four. Okay. Uh, so Devontae Adams is not he's pretty good, but he's not lighting the world on fire, and he was very careful not to knock anyone out on the way out of the field. So. <laughs> I don't know. And, and Tyreek Hill is <laughs> yeah, fine. Yeah. Tyreek Hill has big numbers, but I don't think he's making that big of an impact in Miami. So, anyway, I think it's a TBD. I'll give it a TBD. I definitely get credit for the Chiefs. 
and I definitely get blamed for the, <laughs> for yeah, the Packers. I, mean, I think that you definitely get blamed for the Packers part. Maybe not the Devontae. The Raiders, they won easily yesterday, but that they've got other issues going on. Yeah. It's so obvious that Aaron Rodgers misses Devontae. Yeah, yeah. So I don't even think the Raiders even needed uh, Devontae Adams. Whatever they need, it seems like something else. But, yeah, no, the Chiefs look good, though. I'll take that. Go Mahomes. Chiefs look Chiefs would look the best yesterday yeah. of every team, considering the opponent they were playing on the road. Yeah. They were excellent. Yeah, I mean, we might I was well. more devastated by the Chiefs yesterday. I was like, geez, that yeah, was... Yeah, fast forward to the Chiefs-Bills AFC title game. Good the rest gosh. is just a waste of time. Okay, we played the Dropkick Murphys Forum, friend of the show, the one and only Sully, t- sending us baseball tweets and texts yesterday when the Phillies... Uh, won the NL pennant. Sully, what's up? Well, first of all, Maggie, as always, it's a pleasure to hear your voice. Same. And I wanted to make sure that Perloff, don't call me McLovin, knew that I'm, you know, I'm riding with him in the Phillies. I know, I know. Some love to to McLovin. Sully, I I didn't get to tell you in advance. There is some sensitivity on the Maggie and Perloff show text thread when it comes to a certain team being in the World Series. No, it's all right. Just keep celebrating like yeah, you yeah, won yeah. the World Series. That's yeah, a yeah. good look, Sully, Philadelphia. Sally, we've been there recently. You know, we, you won a title. You won three titles with the Red Sox. I won in 08. Yeah. Maggie yeah. is a Mets fan. She just has. It's been a long time. Um, they so were in the World Series know. in 2015. Yeah, we in didn't world, celebrate in like world the world was and, in a World Series. <laughs> yes. Did they lose to the Royals? Yes, they did. Does that matter yeah, now? But- Maybe. Um, no, Sully. Have, Maggie, Maggie, you have the Bills. If I were you, I'd be like, I'd forget about baseball and just ride with the Bills. They're, I told you, they're a wagon. We had to look that one up the other day after I said that they're a wagon. You're so right. But, Sully, I'd like to try to forget about baseball. Stop texting me about it. <laughs> oh, I, will, I love the text. I, will not text I love you it. Anymore. I, love I don't it. think anyone's rooting for the Astros, so I think you know I won't have to comment on the Phillies. Um, but the reason why I was calling, for, yeah. and by the way, DJ Stu, don't call me Solomon with the dropkick Murphys bump in. Thank <laughs> you to him and Samta. Well played. We just had to wait 15 minutes for me to get on. Like, I'm a commoner, for Christ's sake. No, no, You're we not, want to got, save you, you the for the end phone. of the caller, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> the reason why I was calling is the obvious was Brady. Yeah. That game yesterday from the fir- I don't know if it was the first or second play of the game, where Evans dropped that pass, that's not going to happen again. He's not going to drop a pass that wide open. I'll give it to him, whatever. That was so early. The offensive line, I think you guys touched on, is trash. But what is also trash is the division that Tampa Bay plays in, which means they're going to win the division and host a, a playoff game to a team that will have a better record, which is something that I still don't understand how the NFL hasn't adjusted. I know, Sully. And, see, it's, it's it's shaping up like Brady's 20 years in New England. You know, if you don't have amazing. to worry about the rest of the division, you can just nope. cruise. That is so true. <laughs> it's the old AFC East. It doesn't matter because they're going to win the division. And I mean, granted, he's a little bit older. He's making some adjustments. I think the last two games you guys have been talking about that they lost in Pittsburgh, they lost yesterday in Carolina, road games. Teams play different when they're at home. I don't care that the Carolina just traded McCaffrey. Maybe the guys on Carolina were playing as like an audition for other teams. That's yeah. the way I was looking yeah, at right it. Right before they the deadline, the coach. Although it looks like Sully that a team, I think who reported this over the weekend, a team did offer two first round picks for Brian Burns. Is that right? And that the Carolina Panthers said no. Then he went out yesterday, and he was a, what do you say the Bills are, a wagon? That dude was his Correct. own personal wagon yesterday. He was excellent. <laughs> All right, wait, wait, wait. Hold on, hold on, Sully. 
Sully, it's easy for you to defend Tom Brady. I'm going to make you make a Solomon's choice here. Who are you starting for your team, the New England Patriots? Bailey Zappi or Mac Jones? Ooh. Mac Jones. Mac Jones. What? What? You're not I'm a Zappi, Zappi, Zappi guy. It's, I'm, I'm a Zappi guy because that's who my quarterback was for the past couple of weeks. I had to. I mean, I'm all Zappi hour. Let's go, <laughs> right? Don't worry. Don't worry. Be Zappi. But come on. Mac Jones is Mac Jones. Don't Let's not get carried away here, folks. I love what Zappi did. I love his adjustments. Let him play his role. Let him learn the offense a little more. Let him back up Mac Jones. And if, God forbid, this happens again, at least the Patriot fans know that there's got somebody to come off the bench. I love that. Right? Come on. Mac Jones is Mac Jones. Like, we're talking about Joe Montana. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's well, awesome. I mean, Jones. We have to, the, the only sample I can go with is what he's, he's proved. Zappi did a great job filling in, but it's the same thing with Dallas. I wouldn't want not to play Dak Prescott. Granted, there's more of a history with Dak, but for the Patriots, Look, they're going to smoke Chicago tonight. Talking about trash, let's continue the trash call. Chicago is warm garbage, and they're on the road. No doubt. We're going to make our picks for that one later in the show. Sully, Sully, let me tell you about another late-round Patriots quarterback. Zappi's a fourth rider. Can I tell you about a six-rounder the Patriots once drafted? Quarterback, you might remember him. Ryan Mallett. Did they draft Hoyer? Yeah, Jared Stidham. Remember Jared Stidham got in the game yesterday for about five minutes when Derek Carr got hurt? (laughs) Got him for a play. I am very happy that they have. Look, everyone used to give Belichick grief for not drafting. His drafts have been pretty good lately. I don't know if he's getting the right publicity for it. I'm just excited that it's a Monday night. I won't be able to see all of the game. I'm going to see some live hockey. You guys know how I feel about live hockey. So the fabulous Schmoopy and I will be heading to the Knights game tonight. So we're going to be watching some hockey. But, you know, it's, it's just fun to hear the banter. I love that McLovin is finally on my side with Brady. You can say you weren't or you were always Team Brady. Yep. Bro, you're Team Brady. Listen. Stop defending. I agree with not defending Russell Wilson. That's right. He's <laughs> horrible. But right. I, I still would have to defend Brady and Rogers. Sully, did, wait, talented. did you talk to Schmoopy yet? Are you coming to L.A. with me this weekend? What's going on here? Oh, I don't yeah. hate to do this oh, on the radio. Right. I'm going to yeah, L.A. Can you guys do this offline? Yeah, it's not Santa's the same. going to be the break sign a hundred times. Not I got to go. I got Ackerman sitting in here. Yeah, can you yeah, guys yeah. figure out your logistics elsewhere? Well, before I get dumped, I love you guys very much. Thank you for the extra time. And <laughs> McLovin, call me offline and we can discuss our L.A. trip. All right. Love you too, Sully. You're the best. Thank you. Go Pats. Go Pat. <laughs> That's what's called a friend of the show. I love it. Sully's the best. He just texted us yesterday, just like Bryce Harper bomb. <laughs> and, <laughs> hey, a, and a I, single tear just rolled down my cheek. I want to bet. I am not the first person to mention the Phillies yesterday or even say the words bedlam at the bank, which I've been dying to say all show. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Got to grease up those uh those lamp posts early oh, this time. All right, we see you guys Maggie, on the phone. Maggie, Maggie. Enough I'm about so us. Sorry. More about you. That's we'll not get us. It's the just... Phillies. It's the sports story. <laughs> what? Is, my question: You get to the top of the pole, then what? Then what are you doing? You wave Scre- to the crowd, scream and go, Phils, and then you slide back down. That's exactly. <laughs> Wow. Slide back down very fast because there's Vaseline yeah, all over the bowl. <laughs> Yuck. Uh, okay, coming up next, the worst loss of the weekend. We got that for you. See you guys on the phones. We got it all on this Monday. Time for a CBS Sports Update. Here's Rich Ackerman. It's time to ask the pros where you, the listener, gets to ask us a question brought to you by O'Reilly Auto Parts. Simply check out the link, cbssportsradio.com slash askthepros, or tweet your question at CBS Sports Radio using the hashtag askthepros. Be listening later in the show when we might answer your question. So here's where the battle lines are drawn. 
I've given up on Aaron Rodgers after defending him all year. Obviously, everyone's given up on Russell Wilson. Yeah. I still think Tom Brady has a path. He has a path to going out in a blaze of glory this year or going out before he comes back next year in a blaze of glory. <laughs> yes. And it's not just him. It's also the team around him and the fact that he's in the NFC South. Maggie, is it fair to say that you don't quite see it? Well, I picked the Bucks to go to the Super Bowl this year, and I'm out on the Bucks now being a Super Bowl team, and I'm out on the Packers being a Super Bowl team. Yeah. Out and out. Yeah. I mean, uh, making the playoffs, I can't pat Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady on the back for making the playoffs. They do that all the time, our whole lives. That's not where you get the kudos. Are you uh, even slightly nervous about next week the Bills are 10.5-point favorites over the Packers? You, you're going to ask me if I'm nervous. I'm always nervous okay. about everything. Because you're like Lou Holtz. You tend to take your opponents and turn them into superheroes. <laughs> even though this game's in Buffalo. I think that's the only thing we have in common. Um yeah, definitely. Because, like, Packers are desperate now. Yeah. I just don't know. If you lost to the Giants, to the Jets, and to the Commanders, you know, is that who you are? That might just be who you are. Giants are, Giants are a good team now. Jets are a good team. Unfortunately, Brees Hall and also, Elijah Vera Tucker. That is such a bummer. The Commanders Injuries. are sneaky, sneaky possible this year. Well, you and I were talking about that. Yeah, I mean, listen. They, they had a streak of bad luck. Carson Wentz, the Packers, that is. <laughs> Carson Wentz got hurt. And they had to face Taylor Heineke. Same for the Bucks. The Bucks would have been fine, except PJ Walker was in there. He's a baller. Um, you so and I talked about this. If, yeah. if Carson Wentz started that game, Packers oh. win by two touchdowns, right? Although Taylor Heineke did certainly give the Packers every opportunity. Yes. Uh, but it just just looked a little different, or I don't know what it was. No, no, no. The Taylor guy, Heineke wasn't the Taylor Heineke is a machine. He just has not <laughs> stopped throwing into traffic, and eventually the commanders <laughs> caught the ball and did stuff. <laughs> Terry McLaurin. Curtis Samuel, by the way, the new Debo Samuel. Guy was everywhere doing everything. Carson Wentz throws in the ball, drops it. Like, it just was one of those games. But meanwhile, uh, commanders have the Colts next week who just made a big change. Matt Ryan gets benched for Sam Ellinger, yeah. and that's it. Like, benched bench for the season not bringing him back yeah. I mean we have a lot of thoughts we're going to unpack on that one in just a moment but we asked you about the Packers and the Bucks so let's go to RJ in California who wants to talk about the Packers he thinks he's identified the problem hey RJ hey uh, yeah I do I know what the problem is what is it? it is the coaching staff namely the head coach and if you think back to the last year they had the worst special teams all year. They knew it. But they went into the playoffs. It cost them the playoff game. I know Rodgers didn't play well in the playoff game, but it wouldn't have mattered. It would have been a uh, a gritty win at home if they would have had special teams. They go into this season, special teams sucks again. Give up a uh, – I mean, they've had punch blocked, kicks blocked. Yep. They give up a big return yesterday. And at some point, I have to look at no one other than that coach. Yeah. And- RJ, sorry, your line's just going a little bit in and out, yeah. bud, but thank you so much for the call. We got most of what you were saying there, yeah. that the coaching staff is the reason, and the fact that they got Rich Bisaccia from the Raiders. I know, the they're supposed to get the still- Bisaccia bump, and they did not <laughs> get it. Uh, by the way, Rich Bisaccia... Bisaccia bump sounds like a high-level drug. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, oh, you know Rich? You know what Rich I worry about, by the way? good stuff, the Bisaccia bump. Steve Wilkes had a great win for the Panthers, but if Rich Bisaccia could not get hired for the interim job he did for the Raiders last year, 
then no interim coach is going to get hired. Uh, but I agree. The Packers special team is one of those great mysteries. You know what's so funny about the Packers coaching staff? So they lose Luke Getze, who is now running the worst offense in the NFL and the Bears. Yeah. And Nathaniel Hackett, who's running the other worst offense in the league. So, But the funny thing is, it's possible that Aaron Rodgers is missing the coaches who left, too. Maybe it's a comfort level. Even uh, though, I, I, well, I don't know. It doesn't seem, like, first of all, it's not necessarily the game plan, but Rodgers is not seeing the field. He is... He has no faith in anybody, obviously. Yeah. But he's got open guys downfield. He's checking down again and again and again. Maybe Hackett or Getsy helps him with that. I I'm know. not even sure that Hackett's headset's plugged in. Are we? Yeah. I don't think Nathaniel Hackett was the reason for Aaron Rodgers' success. And like Definitely should have gone for it. Easily. And the same thing with Getsy. I mean, that whole team is not great. But yeah, they're not but... doing anything innovative. It's not like the Giants who are finding ways to win even though they don't have blue-chip guys everywhere. I mean, the receivers for the Giants, no one has any clue who these guys are. Kadarius Tony and, and uh, excuse me, Kenny Galladay and Kadarius Tony don't even play. It's the other guys who are wide receivers. And, like, if the Giants can do it, why couldn't someone else? Well, I'll tell you right. Well, okay, but the Bills' offense is arguably better than it was last year, and Dable's gone. I think it's about the same. It's about the same. And the same. Giants are probably 27th in offense in the league. It's not like he's lighting up the league. He's I'm just, just running the Wildcat as a full-time strategy. I'm just saying, if you're really that innovative as an offensive play caller or you're so good that Aaron Rodgers misses you, why are you so bad with the next I, I don't. I don't really think it works that way. I think that they could have been more impactful in the Packers as assistants. Some guys are great assistants. Some guys are great coordinators. We know that. I mean, yep. there's so many different situations. Uh Vance Joseph, I think, is a great coordinator who yep. did not make a great head coach. You're right. Uh, Vic Fangio is another one. Uh, Brian is in Omaha wants to talk about Brady. Brian, how are you? Hey, how you doing? We're doing great. great. Show, you guys. Really appreciate it. Thanks for taking my call. Mm-hmm. What's on your mind? Um, well, Brady, now remember, he got rid of Bruce Arrington. He got him to, you know, leave so he could come back. And look how that's turning out. So he's got some sort of uh, karma there. Hmm. I didn't and, think uh, about that with the Brady well, Karma. Com- looking good. And Perlop, I, I thought for sure I was just going to see a helmet of the uh, Tom Brady's helmet on your – I'm glad you came in because Brady had a bad day, and I know you love everything Brady. <laughs> I, it's not that I love it's Brady. It's going to take a personal day. I just think the safest take in sports, Brian, is that Tom Brady is going to turn it around and win football games. <laughs> Perlop just it's wants to be I right, just want to be Brian. right. So to be I'm correct. like, I hitch my wagon to Tom Brady. Are people going to blame me for that? That is the that's the smartest thing I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> Brian, appreciate the call. I love that you possibly have to take a personal day because Tom Brady lost two in a row. <laughs> oh, I if I have to be the Brady apologist on the show, I'm I'm that's much better than a lot of my other people. I'm apologizing for. Look <laughs> at my Sixers. Oh my gosh, I'll take Tom Brady to in the three and four bucks any day. How about Mark in Miami? Mark, we got about a minute. What do you got? What's up, guys? Yeah, I was at the game uh, last night. Get to see Tua back. Uh, man, that that first half, that was a clinic. And uh, credit to the Steelers for uh, making adjustments. Second half, really, it was an ugly, grinded out game. But I think the Dolphins are comfortable even winning that way. But guys, I think to me, now that the, the two is back, Dolphins are the third best team in the FEC uh, outside of uh, Buffalo and KC. Really, I don't see anybody in their level, even the Bengals. I think they're a complete team, and you see the difference that Tua makes. And he just has so much synergy with uh, Waddle and, 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 and Cheetah and Gasecki. And you see the running backs and the defense fired up. Guys, who's gonna, who's really going to take him out? Because really, and Perloff, man, you Philly guys are pompous. You're saying that without Cheetah, uh, Mahomes doesn't need him. You're going to find out 
why Mahomes is not going to win a Super Bowl in the near future because they're going to have to. I'm, I'm assuming Buffalo is going to have home field. You're going to find out they're better than 98 percent of the teams right now because of their talent. But when they have to play an uh, AFC Championship game, they're going to get blown out of Orchard Park because without Cheetah, you're going to see how much he's going to miss them when they play the elite teams and really outside of. Really, there's about four or five good drill teams, and everybody's crap right now. In the I know, NFL. But, my, but Mark, they can, they can get by talent. But but I thought the Forty ers are 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 a good team. You know, I, they they blew them out yesterday, and and that's and even if you don't think the Forty ers are a good team, they're a good defense, and they blew yeah, them out. I mean, Mark, thank you for the call. Sorry, we're running up against way, it. He might be right because the Bills on a really off day already beat the Chiefs in Arrowhead. Yeah. I don't feel great about the Chiefs going to to Buffalo. Although you well, never know. Let's not put the you know. Oh come on! If there's ever been a situation where you can put the cart before the horse, it's the AFC conference title game. It is the Chiefs, and it is the. Bills. Do you agree with Mark that the Dolphins are I the think, third best team in the AFC? I don't like that Mark called me out. I'm not even sure what it was about, <laughs> but I think he could be right. He could be. I don't know. It's After a, it's what a the Bengals did yesterday, is that I mean, listen, Miami. Yes, you can credit the Steelers for making adjustments. I mean, they didn't score in the second half. Yeah, it's some sort of Bengals, Ravens, maybe Dolphins, maybe Patriots, some sort of weird cocktail. We just don't know. I mean, Sanford is all about the Bengals now. He almost painted his face in whatever <laughs> color, orange and black today. Bengali Tiger, you want to quickly update the poll? We don't have time. We do. Well, real quick, uh, 47% of our of our audience thinks that neither Brady nor Rodgers are going to turn it around this year. Oh, everyone's with me. Coming up next, major, major quarterback controversy in college football. Stuart Mandel, The Athletic, joins us. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.